0: What's going on, folks? It's your boy again in the building, Dr. Sean Thomas here with episode 37 of the Be More Today show. We are back, we are back, we are back in the building. And folks, uh i'm super excited we're coming down to the end of this year and be more today has been doing its thing i just really want to thank everyone for the love of support all the more today friends and family who have been supporting us since day one you guys have been great uh as you guys know we're on instagram and facebook and our website bemoretoday.com is booming now with my book which you guys already know is out there and is doing its thing on amazon and everywhere else and our podcast information so um The next episode after this is going to basically be talking about our virtual 5K, which I'm super excited to put together. Uh, It'll be the last week's time for that. And if you're not on our travel group now, please join our travel group on Be More today because right now the show is heard in 29 countries and we're trending, 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 trending. So we're super happy for all your support. Uh, My quotation for today is very, very simple. It comes from Tim Ferriss and it says, conditions are never perfect. Someday is a disease that will take your dreams to the grave with you, folks, and that's why I want to do this virtual 5k and I want to get this steps of greatness challenge going on this is the last week to sign up for it. And the guest I have on for the show today is basically the embodiment of, of that, Um, I've never done a race before putting a race together, but the guy that is on our show for today is the master of these things. And even if you're watching the YouTube video now, you see, he's actually at, at an event right now doing his thing. And his name is Joe Shane. Joe Shane is a certified running coach and a wellness director at core services group incorporated for a social service organization in Brooklyn. Now, Joe is the founder and head coach of Team We Run Kings, a.k.a. Team Work, and co-founder of Pace Runs Incorporated. Joe has run 14 marathons, including three Boston marathons and five out of the six majors in three hours and five minutes or better. Born and raised in Hell's Kitchen, Manhattan, Joe has always been a fast learner and prided himself in helping out others as best he could. Joe always respected and understood the importance of maintaining a healthy lifestyle and dreamed of one day sharing his passion of wellness to the community at large. In high school, Joe played on the baseball team and basketball teams, and in college, he stayed active with intramural sports and weight training. It wasn't until after his 30th birthday where he fell in love with long-distance running. It wasn't until witnessing his best friend quit drinking and smoking cigarettes to focus on the NYC Marathon where Joe believed that he could accomplish the same feat. I was drinking a little more than I usually would and was in a transitional period of my life and wanted to pursue a major accomplishment like that for myself, says Joe. Little did he know he would inspire small villas to follow suit. In 2016, one year after running his first marathon, by that time having already run three, Joe Shane immersed himself into the NYC running community by being a pacer for Harlem Run and participated in running crews and groups like Bridge Runners, November Project, and Nike Run Club. From time to time, Joe had improved in the sport, dramatically dropping his marathon time from 3.59 down to 3.05, and again down to 2 hours and 58 minutes, thus qualifying for the Boston Marathon Standard all within 10 months. His friends and Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity brothers were so impressed with his discipline that they asked him to train them for their first half marathon, and he obliged. That is when Joe founded No Sleep Till BK Half, which would soon become Team ReRun Run Kings. And thereafter, he became Coach Joe Shane. From there, Coach Joe Shane was, has successfully coached over 250 runners and walkers to run long-distance races, lose weight, and take on a healthy lifestyle where he hopes they continue throughout their lifetime. One year later, Joe has approached was approached by one of his members to help put together a Greek Run Fun Run 5K, and later he helped to co-found what is now Pace Runs. A few months later, Coach Joe Shane was approached by one of his other members to become a corporate coach to Core Runs, where he trained 10 of their staff members to run their first New York City Marathon. Currently, Joe lives in Hell's Kitchen with his girlfriend and serves as a wellness coach for Core Services Group Incorporated, a social services organization headquartered in Brooklyn. Joe coaches teamwork and core runs athletes on Tuesday evenings, Thursday mornings, and Saturday mornings. Joe also coaches a group of runaway youth throughout the year. Joe co-hosts roughly 10 race events on the weekends with pace runs, wherein he is not running coaching or hosting wellness events for core or race events. Joe enjoys traveling, playing golf, going to the movies with his girlfriend and spending family time with his siblings, nieces, and nephews. Ladies and gentlemen, Boys and girls, pets included. Please welcome to the stage my guy, the baddest coach in the land, Coach Joe Shane. Joe, what's going on, man?
1: Hey, what's going on, Dr. Sean? Dr. Sean Thomas and the
0: Beammore today's family. How's everything going, man? I'm good. I gotta let people man, know. Man, what who, a bio. <laughs> that, that's you. That's all you, I can't man. Believe that. <laughs> that's all you. And listen, oh, if you're watching it, you watch it on YouTube right now, this man is actually at a race right now. Kosher, where are you right now?
1: Well, right now I'm in downtown Brooklyn. Um, it's not quite a race, but more of
0: a... Oh, sure. Yeah, because it's a little in front
1: of us. So we're doing a protest run-walk. Keith Lamar, who has been wrongly accused of uh, murder and sits on death row in about, I'd say about a thousand days. He's actually set to be executed mm. for a crime he didn't commit, and so uh, my good friend and activist and educator Jason Holford put together this event to raise awareness for uh the gentlemen, and um, you know we've been out and about just you know protesting uh, different things throughout the year. Running a protest with coffee uh, and uh, Jerry. And uh, this is uh, another part of that, you know, Just trying to rectify some of the wrongs that have happened to our people. And so, yeah, I do a lot of stuff in terms of running and coaching. Uh, but I'm also very active in this space as well. Just supporting folks who are going to find
0: I love it. I mean, that that is all things, those are all things that clearly that we invited to be more today. And you know, I'm, I'm happy you made time for me today. I know you're you're all over the place, kind of like I am. Um, but we we met through a mutual friend of ours who's part of your teamwork, she was a patient of mine. And, um, you know, you and I really connected when we had like a little PT session um, that I did for you guys back in the day. And I didn't know who you were at the time, clearly, but um, once I knew who you were and, and the, the, the reset you had in terms of your you're following with your runners and your community. I was just super and have been the biggest fan of you. Um, watching what you do with your community, watching you with the marathon stuff. I mean, when I did the marathon, I'm looking up and I see on the billboard, I see you. I see a picture of you. You're in every commercial. Like, you're you're bigger than life right now. So I'm just happy you're making time for us today. I really, really appreciate it. And um, while you're running and doing an interview at the same time, I'm even more impressed because that that to me is Basically, just living, living what you say, and, and making it, making it really what it is. Um, so before we go any further, Coach, I just want to, to to recognize that you and I both have Manhattan roots. Um, you're born in Hell's Kitchen. I'm born in Harlem, and uh, we're both from Manhattan. which a lot of people aren't originally from Manhattan, but we are. Yeah, that's so dope. That's something that we do share together. Um, and, I, and reading the uh, bio, I recognize. Were you think? In that. In that.
1: Um, the fact that this is uh, your your episode thirty seven, I actually grew up on Thirty Seventh Street. Oh, did you. So, I, I thought that was pretty special. I was like, "Oh man, I gotta make this. I gotta make this episode."
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. So I know you. Um, just reading the bio, you 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 didn't really get into uh, long distance running, but you were always athletic. Um, were you always fast or? Uh, what was what was the secret? Was it a work ethic switch for you when you enter your thirties? Or what what was this change where you basically went from running the 358 to to sub-three marathons in in your 30s?
1: Well, it's it's interesting. Uh, long distance running is actually a really interesting sport in that like you can really improve uh even when you get older. And uh, a lot of people don't really hit their stride until their thirties and forties. Um but for me, like as, as being like a like a young like student athlete, I've always been fast. Uh, that was like my gift. Um, I used to run like and 400 meter track events when I was like twelve and thirteen years old. Um, I was like top ten uh, quite often in those events. And uh, I I ran like a like a low like a low eleven when I like a low eleven hundred meter when I was like twelve, like eleven. Two eleven four, which is pretty cool for a 12 year old kid you know um pretty fast but i didn't really get into like running or racing or like track and field um i stayed more on the scholastics and 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 went to like a high um a specialized high school for scholastics rather than uh, sports but you know when i went to the, the i went to i went to beacon beacon high school and um And Beacon, even though they weren't big on sports, uh, we did have a baseball team and a basketball team. So I jumped both and was probably one of the fastest kids in that team, one of those teams. And um, I think I I made the baseball team just because I was fast. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, um, I never ran more than like a few miles. And, you know, like I said, it wasn't until I turned 30 and I saw, you know, a good friend of mine. My best friend, in fact, he ran the New York City Marathon. He's actually a bartender. And uh, he was talking about running for, like, months and months. And I was, like, looking at this guy, I was, like, no, nah, he's not going to do this. And he, you know, he stuck to his word and, you know, he was super disciplined. And he did it. And that was part of, like, the mental shit for me. It was, like, wow, like, if somebody that, you know, Lived it, lived the, the way that he did, you know. He he he, he worked hard hours, but he would make sure he got his brain, you know. And it really provided a lot of structure to his life. um That that resonated with me, and that was something that I wanted for myself. Um, of course, completing the feat of running the, the marathon, but it was more so the the uh, you know the. The discipline aspect and
0: all the, all the other, the other intent was to come along with a train for a marathon or, you know, major event such as, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that to me is uh, inspiring in the sense that you saw someone else doing it. And I think a lot of people get into these things because they see somebody else doing it and they say, you know, why not me? If they can do it, then I probably could do it too. Um, that that's how I started doing it. Literally, I, I, was, I looked at a, a Facebook uh, post that I put on 10 years ago, a conversation I had with a friend of mine. I was just doing my first BK half. And um, that to me was a big thing because the half marathon was like, oh, I, I've never done that before. That's going to be huge. And he asked me if I would I ever do a marathon. And I was like, why would I ever do a marathon? <laughs> and as I sit here wearing my marathon shirt and I've done four of these, I'm like, yes, you have to do a marathon because it's just the next thing. Recognize that you've done you know, numerous marathons is insane to me. Fourteen or so. Um, there's a, a, a certain knack to that, clearly, and to go from a three fifty eight to a sub three hour marathon is, is a huge feat. I mean, I I, I did my first one in, in four twenty, and I was elated when I ran three fifty seven. But you started where my best is, <laughs> you know what I mean? And and you and you push. What do you think is that? What is the is it a training thing? Is it a talent thing? Is it a, a, a discipline thing when it comes to eating, fitness? What is it that that gets you to that place to really see that big of a change in this kind of a sport?
1: Well, the first thing I think is um, is a belief. You have to see it and like believe that it's possible for you. And then um, for me, the second thing is to just see how others did it and try to replicate it. Um, for me. I I don't really necessarily try to, like, recreate the wheel. Um, You know, people have been running and doing all these things for hundreds and thousands of years, and more so, you know, the last 50 years, you know, the running boom of, I would say the last 100 years. um, People are really good. People are already really good and have set out amazing blueprints and amazing plans for you to to accomplish these goals and these feats. So... Um, I would say just finding a plan that works for you and then executing on it. Um, and then all those other things that, you know, are pretty important, like eating well, sleeping well, um, and, uh, you know, surrounding yourself with the right support system, um, especially if you're, like, married, have kids and things like that. You know, um, if you're going to set up Set yourself up for such a such a large goal. You need to have people around you that are going to support you. You know, pick up your kids when you can't, or you know, uh, just understanding the fact that you got to get up really early. You got to put in the work, and you may not necessarily be home as more
0: uh, or as off,
1: as much as you would like to. And 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 having you know that system around you. And I and I say system because it's not just like one person, but you know, it starts with at least one person. Uh, you know, especially like the most important most important person in your life, um, so that they are aware and just helping you out along the way. And you know, when you are striving for you know that kind of goal, you don't. It's not just about you. You are you ultimately help out other people um, uh, you know you you start inspiring other people whether you know it or not um, and that was one of the, the big big takeaways for me because i mean i was a single guy when i started running like this but like i didn't realize that you know there was all these other people around me and surrounded by me that were like wow this if, if joe could do this then that's something that i could do myself so you know that's part of the other like aspect of, of, of taking on such a, such a large, uh, larger goal. Um, cause it's, it's, you can always cut down your time, but then if you're like, all right, well I want this Boston qualifying time or I want this like Olympic qualifying time, which is like, you know, on a whole nother astronomical level, which I think takes even more talent to do so. Right. Like I think the Boston qualifying time, a lot of folks can get there. Um, you don't necessarily have to be super duper talented. You, you should have some talent and some knack for running. But I think most uh, most folks that are around four hours, even four twenty, can get there. Right, like It's a it's a fair standard qualifying time. When you're talking about like Olympic time or like semi pro or something like that, then that's like a whole other level, which is like the top tier, like top handful of people that in the country type of thing like that's that's like some whole other level but uh, yeah i hope that answered at least part of your question
0: absolutely absolutely so you know i i mentioned earlier that you were uh featured in various commercials for the NYC marathon and on multiple billboards and uh, you become pretty much the face of running not so much just in brooklyn but really around the world now and it, it's huge to me to to see you doing these things, recognizing that I know you're in, in other capacities, um, especially since I, I've run with Spartan Sundays, which you've seen our team out there with your team as well. And um, I'm always uh, inspired when I see teamwork out there um, for various races. You know, we were doing races with NYC on um, your roadrunners doing races together. And your team is bigger than our team is clearly, but you guys are out there doing all kinds of things. Um being the head coach for teamwork, what is what is that like for for you, and and how do you balance doing that with with everything else?
1: Uh, it's it's pretty cool. I, I really enjoy it. Um, teamwork is filled with a lot of um, very high functioning uh, individuals, and and uh, pretty pretty uh, a lot of a lot of the people on the team, I would say are well into the profession already uh, so we, we've got a lot of doctors and lawyers and folks that have like a lot of like, new CEOs and entrepreneurs and what i noticed across the board is they're very high functioning they work really hard and i think uh, part of the magic of teamwork is that when they come to teamwork they, they don't they don't mind letting down their guard and taking instruction. And to get to like not worry about specific things for that minute, that period of time when they're with us, right? Um, they don't have to worry about uh, the workout or like where to run or what to do because there's instruction. And I, and I know uh, for you as a you know as as being a, you know a leader in, in uh, Spartan Sundays, your 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 teammates and your and your team. Can appreciate that because you already have the plan all set out for them. Um so that's what I think um the team really does appreciate and then in comes the community aspect of, of of the team and the uh the idea that everybody's you know looking out for one another and everyone is um in there for each other's best interest um, that's really really important and you know the fact that it's you know it's it's led by, you know, black man, black couple, um, and myself and Jennifer. And, um, it they're really allowed to just kind of let down their guard, like I
0: said. Um, and, um, I think that's one of the major key
1: key aspects of it.
0: Yeah. Well, again, super impressed that it is black owned and, you know, we're supporting those things more and more. And, I've actually been uh, to a number of your workouts um, when I was training for the marathon originally uh, years ago. And then even most recently, I boys and girls, um, you know, those, those morning runs. I wish I could go to more of them, just schedule with everything with COVID is crazy now. But um, you're right. It's, 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 it's awesome having someone uh, instruct you on what to do, someone who's competent in what they're doing and knows what you need to do to work on to get to where you want to be. Uh, it's a whole different vibe. It's a whole different vibe. And even for me, someone who literally all every day, whether it's physical therapy or with Spartan Sundays or be more today, I'm constantly telling people what to do, how to do, you know, et cetera. So having that moment where someone's telling me what to do, uh, I, I loved it. It was, it was great. It, it made me feel yeah, out I like, I just it. let
1: my hair down. Like,
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. Tell me yeah, what to do, please.
1: Every, every so often I like to take classes and like go to like, otherwise, like I do, I do person, I have a personal trainer and I work out with, you know, I have a coach, you it know, it's like there's times where I just don't want to like have to think about every little detail. And it just it makes all the difference for you, you know. I totally right. I
0: see yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. So I need to do more of that. I need to come to more of your workouts and I, I gotta find time for that, hopefully for next year. But um yeah, it, it just it's a game changer, and I, I do think it 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 gives you a, a, a clearer mind that when you go back to teaching others. You're in a better place. You're in a better place physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally—all those kind of things—to make sure that you can give your best to everybody else. So, um, so with teamwork, that's a whole—that's a whole one realm, right, that you have. And then you are also the co-founder of Pace Runs. Now, Pace Runs is a number of races uh, in, in Brooklyn and Queens all over the place. Um, describe your work with Pace Runs and 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 how that collaboration became.
1: Well, uh, Pace Runs came from. One of my, my members, um, Mike Coates, he is uh, one of, also one of my fraternity brothers. Um, and he, uh, we started Face runs out of uh, a charity event. He wanted to put together a charity 5K for his, uh, his school, his, his college. I'm the grad that graduated from Oxford University. And um, we called it the Greek Fun Run. And we ran a 5K along the boardwalk of uh, Coney Island. From Coney Island And then from there, he said, Hey, this was such a great event. Like, I, I want to do a race event company. He said, Joe, I know you already coach runners, but would you be interested in partnering with me to do race events more often? I said, Sure. Um, what are we going to call it? The next year, we did an event called uh, the Brooklyn Pace. And then we were like, well, if we, we don't want to just keep this in Brooklyn. Like, let's open it up. And so we called it Pace Runs. And it, and it comes from a saying that we, at the team, the teamwork would say quite often. Um, Pace, meaning plan A, crush everything. And I'm, I'm sure you might have heard that before. Um, when I heard it, or when I said it, I didn't think that I heard it before, but I'm sure I probably did. Uh, but we wanted to, you know, play it, Keep that play on words, you know, with pace and pacing and running and things like that. And it just made sense. So in 2017, we hosted three race events. Am I doing this right? No, 2018, we hosted three events. We did the Brooklyn Pace, we did the NYC Pace, and then we did the Queens Pace. And then from there, we, uh, on 2019, we expanded it to 10 race events. Including um, hosting a race for Louis Vuitton and their largest fundraiser, uh, the, the UNICEF World Run. Um, so, a lot of people, I you that event, But, you know, we did it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's just in terms of like my role, you know, it's like when when you are a part of such a small company, it's like you wear many hats, you know? Um, A lot of times I'm the guy that's on the mic introducing the host or, um, you know, I'm kind of like, like the face, so to speak. Like I put myself out there because I'm already so much involved in the running community with the coaching and, and training and, you know, billboards and things like that. Um, it's easy to just put my face out in front of pace runs. Um, but you know, Mike and Jen, they do so much work and, uh, It just, it it really, it just takes a lot to run uh, a race events company. And um, for those that put together race events uh, can attest, there's so many things that you have to do in order to make sure that that event is successful, Um, that it's just, it's just hard to figure out just like one or even just try to break down like one or or, or even a few aspects to it. Yeah. So much. It's so like event planning, uh. But what we like to call it, it's like, like having, it's like having a big block party and inviting all your friends to come for fitness. That's yeah. the way we like to look at it. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
0: And you're doing a great job, clearly, because the people are coming out and it's it's inspiring others. Those who do run and those who uh, just to get into it. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's 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 huge. I know you also do wellness. And you're the wellness director and certified running coach um, for Core Services. What's Core Services exactly, and, and what's your main role there? Uh,
1: so Core Services Group is a social services organization, and what we do is we provide. Hey, Miss Feds! Oh, this is my boss right there. This is real quick. How's it going? <laughs> All right, I see you. See that? That's actually. She lives right down here. Um, It's so funny (laughs) you talking about her. Um, Yeah, so we're a social services organization that serves uh, the community. We house homeless, house runaway youth. We house and provide resources, not just house, but provide resources in terms of uh, getting folks back on their feet, uh, getting them resources, uh, getting, getting focus uh, jobs programs. Uh, just it's just a plethora of resources, um, and uh, based in Brooklyn, we have operations in Washington D.C. and expanding. And um, I'm the wellness director for the company, and I'm just we're we're building a program um, that is comparable. We're trying to provide wellness services to our staff, um, because our staff does so much for our clients and um, we try to make sure that they're well and that they're good in terms of like mental and physical and spiritual uh, and ready to do their job and best of their ability. Uh, So we we do walk walk challenges, Um, we do uh, meditation, daily meditation, we provide uh, yoga classes. And I don't. I don't teach yoga, but you know, I partner with the yoga instructor and make sure that um, they they come out and do yoga classes. Uh, we do a lot of uh, wellness activities, so we do some art therapy. Uh, we've got a small group that does like knitting and crocheting, and so part of my job is just to coordinate and make sure that everybody has some aspect of their wellness. Um, that they can get um, access to while, even, even while they're on the job, even if it's for like 20 or 30 minutes
2: hmm.
1: um, a week, or in some cases um, a day, if they choose to come to the daily meditation. So
0: oh, wow, that's, yeah. that's huge. Uh, you're giving back in various ways. People who um, look for housing and whatnot can really have a sense of, of, of finding resources and, literally you're, you're changing the community. Um, I think a lot of people don't recognize or give enough credit or homage to the ability for sports and athletics and recreational activities like these to change communities, Um, not just on a a emotional scale, but literally like you you can use this platform to do so many things and you're definitely doing that. So uh, kudos to you for that. And, and it's no surprise that you're succeeding in all of these things just knowing you for the the years I've known you in various capacities it just makes sense that you're you're killing this thing um I have a question for you though in terms of the COVID-19 thing so you know COVID-19 clearly has rocked the world in various ways many races of the all the big races were were cancelled this year right uh Berlin New York Chicago all these things and uh, I don't know about you, but I was signed to run Germany this year and New York, and those got postponed, clearly. Uh, but COVID-19 has definitely made our, our running culture different. Um, what are your thoughts on the future of the running world uh, post-COVID-19? And, and what are your plans with any of the, the um, jobs that you work with now, whether it's page runs, core um, services, to make sure that running can still be a part of, 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 your, of your services?
1: Well, that's a great question. And I think
0: um,
1: one of the good things about running is that um, it's pretty much one of the only activities that's been encouraged during COVID. Um, the only issue is the gathering, right? Like, um, at some point, they didn't want people gathering in more than six people in a the group. Then it was 10. Then it... Went up to twenty five, but now they're kind of scaling back, right? Um, in terms of hosting events, that's also That's like the really tricky part
2: mm-hmm.
1: because there's there's gonna have to be a new standardized way to host an outdoor event, especially a Reese event. And um, we, I've went to a few different events, and I've seen the way that they are operating and they're doing kind of like the staggered start which is really cool and um we're actually Pace Runs is actually hosting our only in-person event of the year that's been approved by the city and and the state and things like that with our permits and and um and we're able to like close off a course and things like that um and that's going to be our first challenge is making sure that we're in compliance even though there's like Not really a compliance aspect right now, but I know it's coming down the pipe, right? Like, we know that folks are only going to feel comfortable doing events a certain way, which is totally different than the way that it used to be, right? It used to be you just pile as many people as that can fit into the corral, and um, you just start the timer, and everybody has a timing chip on their bib, and they just go and now it's about that part is just going to be totally different um, can't have as many volunteers uh, you don't want people hanging around so you lose a little bit of that uh, socializing aspect afterwards you know because uh, people love to be around each other especially after a run you know endorphins are, are pretty high and you know it's just good to be around that company especially when you uh, complete you know an athletic event like that so I'm I see some of you know some of those challenges, but I'm very hopeful and very. uh, I'm looking forward to it uh, because it's not going away. Like people are going to keep running, um, and I think that in some instances people are running more because it's just the most comfortable thing to do. Um, I used to work out in the gym, and now you know it's a lot less you know, you kind of, you're thinking about, you're thinking about, like, well, who touched that dumbbell last, right? Like, you have to think, and, I mean, it causes a little bit more stress in terms of, like, well, maybe, you know, you, you never know when you can, like, pick up or contract a virus. And so when you're out and running, you're outdoors, you can kind of control your own space. You know, you can control who's around you. And, um, you don't have to breathe on top of one another. So I don't know. I think that running, um, it's just going to continue to grow. Uh, the fact that some of the large scale events have to all their activities, you know, these 40,000 person events, like uh, the major marathons, um, they kind of have to come down to our size. So, um, we, we generally host about, 500, 300 to five hundred person race events, and we've gotten pretty good at it. And so now, some of these large scale events, they can't do that. They can't host fifty thousand people running through New York, the five boroughs of New York City. Um, so, kind of levels the playing field in terms of we have a we, you know, we we're we're, we're set up with a unique opportunity to grow. While other organizations have to scale back. So. I mean, I, I remain hopeful in, in, in this, you know, I'm just we're talking to, uh, I was talking to the team and uh, we just talked about different, different aspects of, of this and, and the pros and the cons. And, and, you know, it's sucks, but there's enough pros to uh, to make this beneficial for, for us and for everybody involved.
0: Mm. Mm. Well said last question before this, this my little break. And I, I know you're at an event right now, and it's, it's clearly with an event that is in, invoking awareness to a situation. Um, I've seen videos of you uh, at other events that are similar to this, where you've been speaking to people about social issues, Black Lives Matter, and other issues. And your platform is growing. Um, how do you think your platform has affected the running community in regards to social justice? And what are your plans, I guess, moving forward? with our new administration that's now in place, hopefully, for for next year?
1: Uh, Yeah, That's a good question. (laughs) I haven't really given a lot of thought to that part of it in terms of, um, you know, the new administration, Um, because, you know, it's their new administration, but they're not really new, you know? Joe Biden has been in politics for about 50 years, and Kamala Harris has been... You know, prosecutor, and she's been in the Senate for you know maybe not fifty years, but for a pretty long time herself. And um, and so it's kind of it's kind of like we have to remind folks of of uh, what they said that they're running on, and then hold them accountable to it. Um, but it's not just them right it's like our local officials our you know our councilmen and women our congress you know I mean even down to like the Pta and and and, and just folks have to be involved and, and, and know what's going on and and communicate you know and, and uh um, you know, I'm, I'm. I've been, you know, pretty outspoken, especially around Black Lives Matter, and I just, you know, it's just to me, it's just a, it's just a shame we even have to say that, right? Like, we have to break this thing down to the most basic con, basic concept or basic fact, right? Of like, I mean. Below Black Lives Matter is just like, okay, black, like acknowledging black lives exist, right? Like, then, then saying, yeah, black lives matter. Then, then it's like black lives not only matter, but are such, so influential in every aspect of, of the foundation of, of, of human existence, you know? Um, the fact that, you know, the first uh, person came from Africa, you know? And has, you know, Black folks have shaped every aspect of human life on this planet. So to me, like, the fact that we even have to say Black Lives Matter is like, <laughs> what? You know? Um, and so in terms of, like, the plat- my platform um, uh, growing and evolving, um, it's just, I guess, I guess it's just who, who I am or who we are as a people just we are o- always evolving and growing you know and and um, you know there's a lot of uh, knowledge and history stored inside of us um, I actually went to sc- uh, school and studied uh, you know, a lot of black history and this stuff is just like sec- second nature to me you know, you know? and it, and that's why a lot of what I do is just, you know, I wanted to create a Black-owned business. I wanted, if I was to work, I would work and serve um, at a Black-owned business. And that's where I work. Uh, Core is actually a Black-owned uh, company where, like, I want to say, like, over 90% of our staff is not is Black. Um, and, you know, 90% of our clients, the people we serve are Black. And I love it. You know, um, I love the fact that, you know, as many things as I can do are directly um, affecting Black people in a positive way. And I'm able to say that. Um, So uh, I always try to work with organizations or companies that care about Black people. You know, Um, it's really important to me that. my, our values align in organizations and in business. And um, I don't know. At some point, I think I wanted to t- say that to you or to somebody. <laughs> I don't know if that answers your question. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, that was definitely on my mind. Um, so I, I, I hope that the, you know I hope that my platform and uh, platforms like mine continue to to grow and evolve and and touch and move and inspire people in a positive direction and uh, get people to get in action. And, and I I mean, I, I recognize I haven't been as active on social media as I could be because I'm like pretty, pretty active in life. So it's like, it's hard to like, take that moment to like, you know, write something up and then post it because I like to think about the things that I say especially the fact that I get, get a lot of uh, uh, pushback sometimes from people, you know, that don't necessarily agree with uh, the way that I see things or the way that I think. So I want to make sure that I'm very clear um, when, I do, when I do get it to so like write something up and post it.
2: Think of the difference between an iPhone video and a Sundance film. Camera audio versus a studio track. A novice or someone with experience sure each has their place but which will have maximum impact summer shower productions a black-owned woman-owned production company built to create valuable and inspirational content for you whether it's a promotional video a short film interviews event photography or utilizing our extensive editing and post-production tools to take your already captured content to the next level we always bring creativity integrity and passion to every project we produce so consider Summer Shower productions for your next project let's build something great together
0: Folks, if you're just joining us on the Be More Today show, it's episode 37. I'm here with Coach Joe Shane, head coach of Teamwork, co-founder of Pace Runs. Uh, he is the owner of a black-owned business, and shout out to, to Jen, his his partner. She, she's amazing as well. Um, and Coach Joe, I mean you have shared your story with us, and even right now as you're at a run or a walk, or, um, doing doing that right now and being with me, I really appreciate it. I have a couple more questions for you, and the first one is actually about the phrase Be More Today. And now you know about Be More Today because you've supported us in various ways. And I asked everyone on the show what the phrase means to them. So you were the 37th person on this show to give me their response. Coach Joe Shane, when you hear the phrase Be More Today, what does the phrase Be More Today mean to you?
1: Um, well, it's such a great phrase. Um, and I'm glad that you're putting it uh, to good use. Um, and the first thing that for me... Uh, that jumps out is the urgency, right today, not tomorrow, not you know today. Be more today, and uh, it's it's ambiguous enough to say like, hey, like just be more. It doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to be better. You don't have to be smarter. You don't have to be, uh, you know, faster it's more so like you're probably already doing great and amazing things. Like be more of that today. Don't wait for tomorrow to do that. Um, so that's why that's what that's what comes to me when I hear that. I, I didn't hear what, I didn't listen to every, all the other 36 people. So I don't know what they said. So hopefully <laughs> they don't know what they said.
0: <laughs> no, you gave an original answer. Well done, sir. Uh, now, I, I think you were sharing earlier that you said pace stands for plan and crush everything. I had not heard that before, um, but I like it. I like it. And it, it goes pretty much in line with with my book, which is Be More Today, A 40 Guide to a Better Version of You. In the book, I talk about things that I hope or want people to start doing, stop doing, and goals that they have in their lives, basically to crush whatever they're doing. So um, share with the listeners, Coach Joe, what's one thing that you either wanted to start doing this year or plan to start doing for 2021? oh man
1: well I I feel like one of the things that I wanted to slow well one of the things I wanted to start doing was getting up a little bit earlier uh, in the day starting the day a little earlier and I think I've been able to do that um, which is cool but then another thing was that I wanted to eat a little bit like cleaner a little bit better started to do that like earlier in the year but then Oh, man, I really like cookies and, and I like, I like coffee and soda. And so like trying to like cut down on those things that I know aren't the best for me um, is one of the things that I want to do. <laughs> but uh, that that's something that uh, I haven't said out loud so far, I probably should work on that
0: there you go cool um what's one thing that you want to stop doing for either 2021 i think
1: i I I just i think i answered part of your question part of that question first so i didn't didn't, um, that was my fault so maybe i should go all right so i want to to stop eating so many cookies and and drinking so much soda and ice cream i mean soda and coffee um but I guess what I also want to start doing, I also want to start uh, doing some more uh, workouts for myself and start training for um, getting back to a fast uh, marathon for myself. I've kind to put that on the back burner, and I've just been, like, you know, coaching and instructing, instructing others. And um, I've actually uh, – Witness one of my athletes, uh, Stanley, uh, worked really, really hard and actually and, uh, run a, a, a marathon in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and ended up qualifying for the Boston Marathon. So I, I was pretty inspired by that. And I was like, you know what, man, I, I got to get back to it, too. You know, I still have some work that I got to accomplish. And so I, I need to shoot for that.
0: Boom. And what's one goal for either you, for your businesses uh, for your family that you have set for 2021 one goal for next year?
1: So one goal that we set for our business um, for pace runs is to um, to be able to, get to the point where we are are able to to work full-time um so that may not be a 2021 goal specifically but we'll be working on it um and maybe at within the next five years we will get, um, and we'll start with one uh full-time employee um i we will be mike and then uh possibly or hopefully Jen and I will follow in 2023 and 2025.
0: That's great. Coach Joe, you have an amazing story. Any final tips or advice you want to share with athletes, aspiring runners, current runners, long distance runners, anyone looking to start a business, anyone who wants to join pace runs or core run services, anything. Final tips, final tips.
1: Oh man. Okay. All right, for first of all, CORE is always hiring. So um, you can always go to um, coresbcs.org to apply. And it's a growing business. And we're continuing to uh, serve uh, uh, New York City, Washington, D.C., and communities at large. Um, So I always encourage people to, it's a great organization, and um, I always encourage people to apply. Um, in terms of joining teamwork, uh, you can always go to uh, WeRunKings.com and check out our membership package. And if you're interested in coaching and training, uh, check, check out those packages. Um, we generally give folks a 30-day trial period, which is really, really generous. And uh, really just immerse you into uh, the culture and, and just give you all access to me as a coach and the team. As a as a community, um, so I encourage you to, to do that. Um, in terms of pace runs, um, we we would love your support, whether it is uh, you know purchasing any uh, registrations or volunteering your time at our events, or um, just spreading the word about us. Uh, we're a Black-owned race events organization. Um, one of the very few of its kind uh, especially in the northeast um, uh, and we're growing and we are doing amazing things and we just want every, as many people to be a part of that as possible um you know I, I, I want people to be a part of what what I'm doing as much as possible but um, especially pace runs anybody can just pop in and, and join us for a race event get a cool piece of swag and a, and a nice medal and I, I think that's just like the easiest thing to do um and a portion of our proceeds go to uh uh the program that i uh, that i help out uh the runaway youth program out here in brooklyn and in the bronx um and so you're getting you know you're getting fitness you're getting a community and you're Helping rebuild um, folks that are struggling and and that could use it. So it's a like it's a win-win-win, you know, win. (laughs) Um, And the best way I would say, in terms of if you wanted to start anything, or uh, you want you want to start a business, or you want to, you know, start running or start training for something, is to uh, I would say first conceptualize what it is that you want to do in your head, right? And then, you know, find out what other folks have done, you know, see what their blueprint was and is, and then try to tailor that to your lifestyle, right? Like if you want to run faster, but you don't have a lot of time, well, there's other people that are in that same boat that have done it. And um, there's great books and and great knowledge about that. Um, I think, one of the books i can't remember who wrote it but it's like run faster run less it's basically um or if you are i mean i mean if you want to you know start a business you know you just there's a lot of things that you have to do to do that and you know um i i found like a cool like seven step process in terms of like you know getting all the legal stuff out of the way and making sure that everything is legit nobody else had the name things like that so um, I think you're working on a registered for a trademark for Be More Today. Is that right? Yeah. So, like, you know, there's other parts of being a business owner that you have to make sure that you, you tie up those those loose ends because, you know, people could hear, like, oh, Be More Today, that's such a great slogan, and next thing you know, if I'm, like, Good Morning America with somebody else's face, you're like, yeah, like, what the, wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, just make sure that, you you know, whatever it is, you also protect it, you know, like, those ideas that intellectual property is very important. So,
0: Absolutely. Awesome. Coach Joe, thank you so much. Where can people connect with you? I know you mentioned some of the tags for um, teamwork and page runs, already, but where can they connect with you on social media? I know you're, you haven't been on there like you used to, but where can they find you if they wanted to on social media? I'm there. I'm,
1: I'm more so lurking. I read everything I, I, I like as much as I like.
0: Um, I'm, I'm on social
1: media as uh, Joe Shane, It's just my first. H-A-Y-E. and um you can oh you got the the, the websites for your we run kings and pace runs um but you can follow us at pace runs at pace runs underscore um because the first pace runs we created i forgot the password too. <laughs> and then um uh for the team out here in brooklyn you can follow us at team work uh team wrk uh and that that means uh we run kings meaning kings county brooklyn new york so uh i i like my acronyms <laughs> and uh try to make sure that as many of them make sense as possible
0: <laughs> absolutely I, I like them too we run kings and i i always had myself stuff when i'm doing my runs because i'm in brooklyn too so we run the city Coach Joe, thank you Thanks, so man. so much for being a guest on the Be More Today show. I really appreciate you making the time. Oh man,
1: Dr. Sean Thomas, man, it was a pleasure, man. I I was I was wondering if I should do this, but I was like, you know what, man, it, it'd be cool to see for folks to see what we do on a on a day to day basis. You know, rather than like me sitting in the in my apartment. I mean, you got to sit in your apartment because you got the nice sound and audio and video equipment. But you know, hopefully, folks can hear what I, I had to say and. And you can take care of yourself in post-production if not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now nah, you sounded great. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. So thank you so much. And folks, don't forget our quotation from today, which is very, very simple. Conditions are never perfect. Someday is a disease that will take your dreams to the grave with you by Tim Ferriss. So this wasn't a perfect situation. He was actually doing the entire show walking. But you know what? It was perfect in the sense that you saw exactly what he does. You saw exactly what he ha- is doing on a regular basis. And listen, listen, folks, when people are doing what they say they want to do and they're putting it out there and you're seeing that they're not just talking about it, they're actually being about it. That's what I'm talking about. Justice for Keith Lamar. If you don't know anything about that, you can see the, the YouTube uh, video right now. Justice for Keith Lamar. You can go on um, on YouTube. You can see the name of the race. I'm sure you can go online, too, or at, at Joe Shane's page. He will hopefully post something about that. So You can follow and support the movement, what's going on. Using this platform, not just to get people to be better in terms of their lives, but also to be better people in terms of social justice and awareness. So, Coach Joe, we salute you and all the work that you're doing for Brooklyn and for everywhere around the world. You are truly an ambassador for Brooklyn, and we appreciate you so much. For those of you who are following on Be More Today websites, BeMoreToday.com, you will find everything from our book to our music on Amazon, out-of-pocket information again. And if you want to support us, right, be a Be More Today supporter or a Be More Today family, send us your thoughts to bemoretoday.com. That's be More Today number two, at gmo.com, uh, or any of our social media platforms as well. The Worst Flight Podcast is alive and well on every single Wednesday. My boy e. T. Farrell doing his thing every Wednesday, so please check him out and continue to support us. And, folks, again, if you have not signed up for the Be More Today 40 day challenge, January 1st, the deadline for that is going to be November 30th. So this is going to be your last week to get out there and sign up to either follow me for these four days for this book or join us for the 5K Challenge outing on January 1st, the first day of the new year. So go out there, be a part of the movement, and go support teamwork and uh, Core Run Services. They are doing their thing in Brooklyn and all over the world. So go on social media and like, 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 like all their pages and continue to keep the running community moving. Uh, we're trying to keep things moving during this time of COVID-19. It's getting harder, but we're finding ways to do it. And again, like Coach Joe said, it's one of the best things you can do. One of the safest ways to stay fit. And to be honest, it's free. <laughs> you go outside and do your thing. So make sure you have one of your masks on. Coach Joe has his cool gainers. We have our Cool Gators as well. You can go on any of our sites and buy one of those so you can support the movements and um, be safe as well. It's good for us to stay out there and to stay uh, healthy and safe during these times. So, folks, continue to stay active and keep moving. As I always say, episode 37 is in the books. So, have a good day. Have a good night. Have a great life. And continue to take your steps to greatness to be the best version of you. Peace.
2: I'm gonna be a better version of me